Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. You can now support Ghost Maps on Patreon. Simply look for We Are Huntu or click the link in the description. Ghost Maps. Entry 100. For four years now, people from all around Southeast Asia have shared with me their ghost stories. As my reputation grew, I began to earn a nickname, The Collector. I am not the first person to collect ghost stories from around the region though. Men and women before me have done the same. We are charting the supernatural in this part of the world. We are creating ghost maps. We do this to preserve these accounts for the people that share them with us, but also for the spirits that they encounter, good or bad. However, there are those who do not want us to do so there are old entities that want to remain in the darkness and feed on fear tonight i stand before one such entity she's the same one that was responsible for my predecessor's death unlike my predecessor though I'm not standing before her alone. But before I continue, maybe it's best if I start from the beginning. This entity has been stalking me for weeks, toying with me. She appeared in my friend's dreams as a little girl. This is the form she took while haunting me. Her original form before she became what she is now. Previous interviewees like Neil or peers like Keith, Alice and Father Loisius have all had visions of her confronting me. It was meant to be a warning. What it did was give me time to prepare. Last night in my flat, I burned offerings and said prayers. Some of these prayers might be familiar to many holy men, but some are known only to a select few. These prayers were for protection, but also to call upon creatures and spirits that I knew were listening 
beings whose stories I've been collecting for the last four years. The first to answer didn't show herself, but she made her presence known. From the corner of my eye, I watched as a flash of white. The pale hem of a dress moved silently within the shadows of my home. From nowhere and all around me, a voice that sounded like nails on a chalkboard whispered, Kanapa anda mamangil kami. Why have you called us? As far as I knew, the last person that encountered this spirit was a man named Ben, back in the 70s on Pulau Takong. Before I could answer though, I heard a man muttering to himself in a mix of Thai and English from within the shadows in another corner of my flat. His mutterings were incoherent at first, but then he seemed to address me clearly and directly. I know what you want. I recognized this spirit too, from a story about a train ride to Chiang Rai, told to me by a woman named Veronica. Soon, more and more appeared. Some of them passed through walls, like the floating head that was last seen by an office worker named Susan in Golden Mile Complex or the six men and women dressed in traditional Vietnamese attire, surrounded by a pale blue glow. Others creeped out from my other rooms, like the pochong from Kampung Rimba in Brunei that had terrorized a young man named Wadud, or the Hantu Tingi that made its home in Changi. I started to notice that my flat had begun to fade away, as if our natural world reshaped itself to accommodate this many visitors from beyond the veil of the ordinary. Nearly a hundred of them. As they arrived, I explained the situation. I told them about the old entity that wanted the world to forget about them. I said that, yes, maybe someone else might step in and take my place if I were killed. But, I added, it would only be a matter of time before no one else would dare cross this entity. And when that happened, all their stories would be lost forever. They said nothing to me. They made no promises and did not offer any help. But I knew that they heard what I had said. I could tell that they were angry. And that was good enough. 
A minute passed, and one by one, they all vanished, or crept away, or slunk back into the shadows. My flat returned to normal. I had done all I could. I knew it was time to confront the entity. Now, I watch as the creatures and spirits surround her. No, not her. Not anymore. It no longer looks like an innocent little girl. Instead, it towers over them, this beast with its black eyes and large, sharp, triangular teeth. Its jagged claws, the unmistakable brown of dried blood. Its body seems to change shape as it moves with alarming speed. Boils bursting and pus oozing from its dry, cracked flesh. The creatures and spirits from the stories I've collected are terrifying even as they rally by my side. I have no illusions about what they really are. The stuff of nightmares. But I recognize them. This entity, this leviathan from ages ago, it seems familiar. Like each of the other creatures has some facet of themselves reflected in it. But at the same time, it is beyond them all. It's the stuff of their nightmares. A glimpse at what they could become. I don't see which of them attacks first. But soon they're all tearing and biting and slashing at the entity. It's a horrifying sight. I thank every deity that comes to mind that at least for now, they're on my side. The entity, however, responds to their attacks with twice the fury and hatred. I watch as spirits are destroyed. I hear them scream as they're ripped from our plane and sent to the gods only nowhere. I start to worry that this horde of nearly a hundred still isn't enough. Even as they tear away the entity's flesh, devour its eyes and shatter its claws. The battle rages on longer than I had hoped. Until finally, only a few of the creatures and spirits remain. The entity, now no larger than any of us, lets out a laugh that sounds more like a growl. Yet, within that beastly noise... I realize I can still hear a little girl's giggle. I realize 
that what remains of the Horde still can't defeat it. I can't defeat it. I'm going to die. I close my eyes and accept my fate. After all, I've put measures into place so that someone else will collect these stories after I'm gone. I've done all I can to ensure that there will be a collector. I feel enveloped by a strange coldness and I realize that this isn't what I thought death would feel like. But then I realize this isn't death. I open my eyes and see the entity. No, not the entity. The little girl that eventually became the entity is lying on the ground before me, breathing shakily. She glares at me, and I can't get a read on what she's thinking before she finally closes her eyes. I'm stunned for a moment, but then I regain my composure and realize that she wasn't glaring at me. Hi, this is the narrator of Ghost Maps. This is Kyle, the director and co-creator. And this is Wayne, the writer and other co-creator. We just wanted to extend our sincerest gratitude to you, the fans, for taking this journey with us across a hundred episodes of Ghost Maps. It's your love of the series that's allowed us to make it this far. So from all of us here at Hantu, thank, thank you. you.